So, William Tucker, right now you're talking to us from Albania. Why? <laughs> um, you know, I, I just happened to uh, end up in Albania after COVID as uh, my wife and I were both on projects uh, in different parts of the world. I was in the slums of India and she was in uh, South Africa. And uh, uh, this was the first place we could travel to and fly to to meet each other after a year. And then we just fell in love with the place and the people and we kind of set up as a home base um, in between, you know, uh, work in the slums. Mm. So you're known for your work educating low income, I don't like to say poor, children in India. And you, you lived in the slums for a year. Um, and from what I've read, you know, it's, it's a struggle just to get water or, uh, you know, you can't send your kids to school because they have to wait in line for three hours when the tap turns on and that kind of thing. What, what was your experience like actually living in a poor income area? Yeah, so I purposely moved there, you know, so that I could really get an underground experience and also see, okay, what are the real problems, right, rather than from an academic viewpoint. Because it's really easy to sit in a university in an ivory tower and solve all the problems of the world, right? Um, but, uh, you know, on the ground is a different story and you have to immerse yourself. So I purposely went and lived in a low-income low area. So I could experience what the kids would experience and what trouble they actually run into. And uh, it's amazing how resilient those children are. Okay, It's like a, a never-ending wonder uh, for me how those kids, how much life they have and how they like continue to survive despite all obstacles. Okay, And you're right, um, getting access to education or school is hard enough. Um, but on top of that, if you're already behind, if you don't have your basics uh, covered early on in school or early on in childhood, right, and you then come into the schooling system, uh, which assumes you already know many things, right, you're lost from the start, right, and that is the real problem. Because I've had, you know, I've done lectures and, and workshops at at the top boarding schools of India and in some places of the world and at top universities. And I've dealt directly with children in the slums. And I've never found a difference in intelligence or innate ability. I have simply found the, the tools or materials lacking and the opportunity lacking, but no difference in the actual children. Right. Well, Let's let's go back a little bit uh, to your own background to see how you ended up with this kind of interest because your educational back, background is in tech, not in education. But let's start at the very beginning. Where and when were you born? Okay, so that's an interesting story all by itself. <laughs> I can um, hear that. My mother is Finnish. My father is American. I was born in Brussels, Belgium. <laughs> Uh, raised in, in Holland, Holland Denmark, Denmark, Sweden, Sweden the United, United Kingdom, Kingdom, and only and came stateside at about 17. So I went to so many different schools as a child. I went to Montessori, Rudolf Steiner, and regular public schools, and later on a private school. 
So, so just, just my, my childhood, childhood experience. experience. You know, I know, I know, by force, I have experienced you know, five, six different educational methods. Right? 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 And then where did you go to university? Um, you know, I studied, I studied uh, in the U.S., in the US uh, uh, private university, private university um, uh, majored in major philosophy. philosophy. Uh, 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 this is, you know, you know, outside, outside regular hours, hours. Uh, uh, you know, and I just, just always kept up kept my studies, studies, right, regardless, regardless of where I am, am, you know, I make it, make it, you know, a point, point to, study to study about an hour and a half, right, delve into different subjects, you know, I was very lucky to have a job as vice president of the research you know, uh, which dealt in stable water cluster technology, right? So, uh, and that's so, pretty, and that's up pretty there in research there and gets research into the natural and alternative healing field, field. But trying to explain it through regular science, right? So even just the people yeah, so associated just with the people it, right? just broadened my horizon. So how did you get from being a tech, were you a tech person or a manager? A manager. How did yeah. you? A manager. Uh, yeah. So you weren't inventing in the lab. Uh, I was coordinating uh, projects, you quality control in the lab. One of the lab, you know, one, one of the really important things you have to do is things you have to do try to shoot two pieces, your own theories, your own discoveries, right? Because only once you cannot shoot them to pieces do you know you're onto something. You know you're onto something because it's super easy to to get into a rut, you know, and follow a favorite theory. Follow a favorite theory, right? So. Those were part of my functions. Those were part of my functions, including managerial. Um, for people who are in college now and want to study humanities like philosophy, how, how did you make the the jump? Because those are being a manager of a business, a tech firm is really different. Isn't it is it? really different, it is right? Really and, different. And, you know, I also my wife to help with that to a certain degree, you know, because uh, about seven, eight years ago, the war in Syria was happening. And my wife happened to be traveling in the And she managed to just stream of refugees and children, you know, coming out of a war-torn area, you know, Barely the clothes on their back, barely the clothes and coming on their back. into a snow and zone, right? Into a snow in shorts zone, and t-shirts, right? and, uh, and uh, she wasn't having any of that. She wasn't having so any she, of that. She called and said, "This is what's happening." And this is what's I said, "Okay, good. You stay on the ground." You stay uh, and we'll start helping uh, those children. And, we'll right? and, and I somehow got involved. And I even flew down to help these war refugees. And we ended up helping 100,000 people that way. Right? And where was this, that? This was in Macedonia, part of the refugee trail. It turns from hot into cold. And after experiencing that, after experiencing that, uh, yeah, uh, all yeah. the normal work, all the normal uh, work, just became boring. Uh, just right? became boring. Like, 
Right? And there's kids out there, there's people out there, out there, there's a whole there's wide world. There. There's a whole wide and there's world. The, and there's, you know, there's, I just, you know, I just found real joy in helping others real joy and being able to make a difference in somebody's life. Right? And especially when you help kids. Especially when you help kids. The amount of gratitude you get the back, back you know, you get there's back, no money you know, that, that, no could money represent. That, that could represent uh, the pay uh, you get, the pay you get you know, from helping children. You know, from helping children. Then how did you get to India? What was the path? The path is, um, the path you know, is, so this um, is actually a seven-year so journey. It's actually a seven-year uh, journey. You know, uh, you know we're doing like uh, refugee we're relief, doing like refugee and, relief and, you know, emergency aid. Emergency right. aid, but right. one but catastrophe or one more would end, then the new one would start up. Then the new one would start up. And it's just a never-ending cycle. And it's just a never-ending. And I started looking at this. And I started looking at many friends and many people. And we saw that many of them started burning out after a while. started burning out after a while. And it was just a revolving door. And it was just a revolving door. And then I just, you know, sat down and took a very good look. And said, you know, okay. what is the underlying you know, problem the underlying here? Problem right? here. Uh, right? Because uh, no matter what, you know, no matter what, you, you fix know, one area and the new board starts, starts up, a new disaster zone starts up, it's like we have a manufacturing line of wars on planet Earth. really sick and tired of it. At least I do, right? At least I do, right? Uh, especially when you see the amount uh, of misery it brings to the normal people and to the okay. kids. And to the so kids. I thought, okay, well, what's at the so root of all of this? Right. Right. And just having interacted with and thousands and thousands of people, people and kids and, and seeing that and the ones fleeing from the war, they have no clue what happened. And right. there's just a lack of general education. And they always voted in the leaders, you know, that, the leaders, that put them into war or that line to war or that line to them. So I really started so, seeing, you know, I really started seeing, you know, and then you sort of honestly, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And you just really started to see that a lack of basic education, Allows uh, allows uh, people to take advantage of other people, people to take advantage of other right? people. And if you get right? a really fundamental a education, really fundamental where people education, can, where they can inspect facts, they can inspect, they can inspect information, for inspect themselves, information for themselves. Right? It's right? a lot it's harder to fool them. Harder to fool um, them. But on top of that, um, but they can that, build their own lives and futures. They can build their own lives and futures. Right, and so. Right? And so, having kind of seen that, I started going to the slums and we first went to a slum in South Africa and tried to pick some of the worst when nobody else goes. The slum is called the Etwatwa and that is Zulu for the word machine gun fire. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So, to give you perspective, no person from Soweto will step foot in Etwatwa. They are terrified of the place. So uh, I thought, well, that's the place I gotta go. Because that's where where the rubber hits the road, and that's where you can find out what the real problems were, right? And I went in there, right? And I went in there together with my wife, together with my wife, you know, to see us there, you know, and like they didn't even know what to say. They didn't even know what to say. Kids had never even seen something with a different skin color, with a different skin color, right? 
Put them in there, and I bought the car on there, and I bought the car on the just the streets, the bought the kids, you know, just kind of make friends. And then about 15, 20 minutes, I was talking to the adults over there. We were just having real conversations, okay, so what is your life like? What are the problems you're bound into, right? You can see it. Because some yes, chemical yes. companies some chemical burn in uh, illegally their chemical uh, waste right next to the slab, right? To the slab. So, right? So, so, you really get this reality of what it means to live in a slab and what the actual problems are. The actual problems are. And I would start asking, well, what would you think the solution? And like, how would you feel help? How would you feel help? And to my great surprise, one for one, they would say, well, one if we could get education, if we could get education. If right. we could learn, if right, we could if learn, our children could right. learn, our children you know, could that learn. would make all the difference. You know, that would make all the difference. Right. And, uh, and, uh, uh, so that's, that's uh, how that so kind that's, of started. That's so that's I started in South Africa and then I wanted to, you know, had a good friend in India. I had a good friend in India. I was in India because he invited me. And I thought, let me take that opportunity to find out if it's the same problem in the slums of India. Uh, right. And again, I went into uh, some of the worst slums and just started talking to people. And asked uh, them, okay, what do you think the problem is? Do you think the problem is? And again, did you again, have a, a translator with I you? I had a translator with me. I had a translator with me. I had a friend, you know. And, uh, and uh, uh, you know, because I spoke uh, no Hindi at the time, now no I speak a little bit. I speak a little bit. I learn it from the kids as I teach them. I um, so, uh, so, but again, uh, one for one. But again, it's like the answer one. was always it's education. Like was always education. Um, and literacy. Um, this and is literacy. what they wanted, and this, this is what they feel they could get. And, 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 and it was also obviously that they were not getting that. They were not right? getting that. Right? Um, so, um, you know, so had some projects in Latin America, and now I have a bunch of associates and friends who are doing little pilot projects around the world for me. But one for one, we always get the answer. No, it's literacy and education they feel would help them. They feel would help them. And even though they have nothing or very little, what they really want is education and literacy. And that's the one thing that's not being brought. So this is why you have a never-ending cycle of emergency aid. Because you're, uh, you're not teaching people to fish, <laughs> right? You're giving them right? a fish. Okay. Them a fish. Okay. fish is eaten okay. at the end of the night. Fish is eaten at the uh, end of the night. Uh, you know, you have the same problem you know, the next you day. You have the same problem the next day. So, what kind of organizational structure, funding, conduits did you build in South Africa and India? Because it takes money and it takes an organization to create. Educational programs, right? This is true to a degree. This is true. You know, we have a private charity. You know, we have a private charity. Charity United. You know, charity United. Uh, you know? Uh, so it's all kind of funded by normal people. Uh, moms, pops around the world. Moms, pops around the world. You know, small donations, big donations. Small donations, big donations. But it's very much like a private charity. A private charity. And we just make sure. We just make sure. How we get so far is How that we, get we buy so only what's needed and we buy it locally. And we buy it locally. And on top of that, yeah, I had to build a literacy yeah, program. I had to build a literacy so, program. so I built my own so, literacy so program to get with my wife. Because uh, you know, living for a year in the slum, you know, living for a year in the slum, you know, we started to see. You know, we started to see. Um, uh, the education system is not set up. The education system is not set up. Right. 
to catch uh, these children. To catch these uh, children. Neither in the US, uh, quite frankly. Neither in the US, quite but frankly. Especially but where it's a dual language. Country, it's a dual language it is much, much harder. It is much, much harder. Um, because when they get to school, they get handled a grammar book. They get handled a grammar book. And just imagine this. And just imagine this. Has anybody ever learned a language or literacy by being handled a grammar book? Let's look at the best teachers in the world. Let's look at the best teachers in the world. Moms. Right. Right. They teach every child to speak. They teach every child to speak. Right. And right. they do not and fail. They do not fail. Right. Uh, so, uh, and what so, do they do? Uh, and well, what do they do? They start by oh, first they building, by a, first vocabulary building a vocabulary that with that child. They don't worry about grammar. They don't worry right? about because grammar. That's right? because that's a much later stage of language stage building. Of that's your finishing off. Your finishing off. And they first. They first build a basic vocabulary. Build a basic How vocabulary. How do they do it? They'll point at the wall and say the word wall. Say the word wall, and they'll right. repeat it a few times until the child repeats it. And they teach a child and they teach probably a thousand words this way. So do what mom does. Do what mom does. Right? They they have successfully taught every child to speak. Every child to speak. And then they come to school. And then they come to school. And some of them get labeled stupid. And some of them get labeled stupid. Not true. Right? Not true. Not true. Right? They've Not already, true. They've already proven that they can learn. Proven that there must they can be learn. something wrong there in the way we educate them. Right? So, 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 uh, so, uh, so we don't start with reading so we and don't we don't start, start with writing, with writing don't start because with that's writing. two steps because too high. That's two steps right? too high. If, if right. I were to teach you a different language, French, and I handed you a grammar book, or you handed me a grammar book on the forum, I would get nowhere, and you would get nowhere. But if we first give you a vocabulary of basic words, interacting with the environment, there's the desk, right? The kids point at the desk and say desk. Where's the wall? Where's the ceiling? Where's the floor? You'll find out that in about 20 minutes, the child has 15, 20 word vocabulary. On top of that, he's having fun because it's almost like playing hide and seek with him. And this is what I did in the slums. This is what I did in the slums. A hundred children showed up. Spoke not a single word. Spoke not a single word. I point at the floor and say, "Where's the floor?" And say, "Where's the floor?" And I repeat the word "floor" five times until they got what I was, you know, saying. And they started repeating me. And they started repeating the floor. Good. Where's the sky? The floor. Good. Where's the floor? Where's the sky? Where's the floor? Where's the sky? Where's the floor? Where's the sky? Where's the floor? Uh, where's the tree? Uh, right. And the goat would walk through the plants. Where's the goat? Right. Where's the goat? And you were doing using English? I was using English. I didn't speak a single word of English at the time. And in the Don't the kids spoke a single word of English. What city was was this? This was in the slums of Delhi. This was in the slums of Delhi. Yeah. Just outside Delhi. I've yeah, you know, yeah. and they were street you know, kids, kids that weren't going to school, but they loved it, and they would show up every day, and they would within two weeks we had a 200 word vocabulary, now we had something to work with. Um, right. And then the next um, stage developed, which was okay. We uh, need a little more uh, vocabulary. A little more know, vocabulary. It's a well-known uh, uh, educational, uh, educational datum. That, you know, 
Yeah. yeah. Learning to read yeah. and learning then reading to, read, to learn. And then reading right? to learn. And you have right? and you having the child from learning to read from to the stage of reading to learn. Okay, okay, well, what does that mean? Okay, well, what is where that is that point? Where is that point? You need to get a certain amount of vocabulary into the child, a certain amount of understanding into the child. Into the so child. that he can then start so making sense of what's on the page. And for that, we right? have to redefine that, literacy a little bit. Literacy right? is not can right? you sound out not, what's on the page. Sound no. what's on can you understand what you understand what you read? Can you understand what you understand? Right? And this is actually a Vedic principle. That is thousands of years old. Thousands of years old. It's not can you memorize something. Can you understand something? Because understanding and rote memory are two different parts of the mind. Anything you understand anything you understand is automatically part of you and you have no trouble memorizing it. Anything you don't understand you don't understand effort into memorizing right so uh, this so, is why when building uh, language, why we, make sure language that we make sure are that understood. words if I say cup, understood. I'll hold up the cup and point to the cup and point to the cup. Visually, the child knows okay, the sound that goes with the object. The object. And that's super simple. You can put ten objects in a row and okay, where's the cup? Where's the fork? Where's the knife? Right? You do that twenty or thirty times. Twenty or thirty times. And the kids know it. They have the understanding. They have it goes click at the certain point. Um, then we used flashcards. Then we used flashcards. Just because that's uh, a really cheap way of having materials. They can be really And uh, you know, had 20, and, uh, 20, uh, 20 vegetables, vegetables uh, uh, 20 pieces uh, of furniture, 20 types of vehicles, in order to build the best of the vocabulary. So that when you start reading, they can recognize they the words recognize because they already the words, know the words. Already know so the words. now teaching to so read now is teaching much read easier. Much easier. Because they understand. You're teaching reading with understanding. You know, and then the next big phase that came was, well, it was our Oli the Elephant Literacy What blocks a person from understanding a language his own or another language, right? It's the small, simple words. It's the small, simple words. I take a word like and. It has right. three distinct has meanings. Three distinct meanings. But I ask most people but this, I and they go, "What's this?" For the word "and," for the word "and," you know, you know, "and" can mean more than one thing. More than one thing. You know, an apple and a pear. You know, an apple and a pear. But "and" can also be used to show results. And can also be used to show results. I work and get paid. And get paid. I run and get tired. And get tired. Uh, it's a different meaning uh, entirely. It's a different meaning right? entirely. And is also right? used to show And is also difference. used to show difference. Uh, he is uh, a boy and is she a boy. is a girl. And she is and a girl. And is showing difference. And is showing right? difference. Uh, summer right? is hot uh, and summer winter is, is cold. And winter and is, is cold. used to show difference. And is used to show if you don't know these meanings, if you don't know these meanings, uh, you don't understand uh, fully, you what, don't you're understand fully right? what you're reading. You don't understand fully what you're reading. And it's, uh, there's only about 50 it's, small, only simple about words 50 like this, small, simple words which like form the base of all the base English of sentences. All English sentences. Right? It's right? words like in, it's to, like in as, to, of, as, of, 
the, ah, right? The, and the word right? like two in English has like 13, in different, meanings, 13 different right? meanings. Wow. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. when we take, so, you know, so we, we take, realize that so we, we this realize is much that too much information much and much information needs to be spread out in an easy, out simple manner, right? So that we can really get a person with So, we start with the word at, we start with the word at, five basic meanings, but we have five different booklets for the word at, And each booklet, and covers one meaning of the word act, one meaning of with the word 20, with 20 uh, simple ex, uh, example sentences uh, page so you can see so the meaning see the right? meaning um, um, and so and, we take one so one piece of knowledge at a time knowledge at a time right? And right. build literacy. And build so literacy. for the you know the first booklet so is where is all the where it shows position or place of something. Or place that's of one of the meanings. That's, that's the first major meaning of that. First major meaning. So Ollie is at home. Ollie so is at the gate. But this is all illustrated. This is all illustrated. So it doesn't need a teacher. So it doesn't need a teacher. Right? The child can figure it out himself. So we allow self-learning. So we allow self-learning. Next book is uh, at what time, Holly? At, at what shows time. time. At Meet shows me at time. seven o'clock. Meet me at seven o'clock. At shows time. Right. At shows uh, time. Third book with uh, direction. Third book with Look direction. at the wall. Look at uh, the or wall. Point at the uh, wall. Or point uh, at the wall. Right. Uh, right. Uh, uh, and fourth meaning. And fourth meaning. Uh, at shows what a person uh, is doing or how he is doing, doing it. Or who is at work. Or she is good at dancing. I am good at singing. But again, 20 uh, illustrated again, examples 20 to illustrate really get that, that one really piece of knowledge fully really there. Knowledge fully huh? there. How many right. booklets are there like that at this point? Right now, I have uh, right now, 100, I have, and I'm working uh, on the next 100. I'm working on the next 100. Right? Uh, uh, right? So it's an illustrated uh, so guide an to illustrated real literacy and reading with understanding. Okay. And okay. are they and all have Ollie the elephant in the Yes, time? they all have Ollie the elephant yes, in the title. Ollie is kind of our mascot. It's just neutral. It's a cute little elephant. It's a cute little elephant. Uh, and we also do adult education. And we also do adult education. Uh, actually, we yeah. have a project in Ireland. We have a project in Ireland uh, because we find uh, adults that have, we find adults you know, that have, you know, being labeled illiterate, being labeled or, functionally illiterate, illiterate. or functionally illiterate. All that's missing is all that you know, missing even is, in English. You know, they don't know, know the meaning of the words in their own language. It's only about fifty. It's only about because the word like police station, dog, train station, airplane. These big words are easy to learn. Are easy to learn. But you ask a person, hey, you give me at least 15 definitions of the word too, they fall over, they fall over, you know, they never even imagined that the word too that had so many basic meanings. The Western education system the Western was destroyed at one point. Was destroyed right. at one point. We're actually operating right. We're on, actually uh, operating on uh, the Prussian education the system, system. Uh, from the 1800s, which uh, is geared to make soldiers. Factory workers. People do not question. Do not question. Who, right. who just who, follow who commands, just who follow commands, do not question or think for themselves. Sit in rows, march in rows. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And for that, right. you need an education that, system that, that, that turns people into that unthinking, 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 unquestioning, and that's your test. 
And that's answer. Test. You're wrong. Answer. Right? You're wrong. You failed the test. Right? You failed the test. You failed the test. You failed the test. You failed the test. Okay. Okay. We need children to think. We need children to think. And for that, you need to build true literacy and focus on understanding. Focus on understanding. And right. once the education and starts to be focused on understanding, you get individual thinkers. Now you get artists. Now you get inventors. Now you get a free people. Uh, because the mind is free. Uh, because the mind is. But the mind will never be freed up. The mind will never be freed up. It cannot understand. Cannot understand what he reads. Right. What he reads. You know, this makes me think about the ultra right political candidates and kind of cult about of personality around some of them that's really prominent in the US today like in the senatorial race in Georgia and would would you apply the principle of not learning properly how to think is underlying the popularity of people who lie and cheat and are corrupt and say things that are crazy I would say so, absolutely, say right? so, because, absolutely. I think, you know, right? because I think people you know, are basically good. You know, you take any child, you know, just good, they're just happy, you know, you look at the baby, sunshine comes out of them, they, you know, the happiness and joy that they radiate, it's unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Right? But that gets destroyed but at that some gets point. Destroyed at right? And, right? Um, and uh, very interesting. Very that, you interesting. Know, when I work in the slums, you know, and I, I get kids slums, who are even a little older, who are even a little older, but who have not been who have not to a force-fed education, force education system. They still have that brightness. They still have that right? brightness. And you, right? and you would think, and wow, you, how is this possible? Think, wow, because they live in the slums in the worst conditions. In the worst conditions. Apparently, right. this has nothing to do with, this is nothing yeah, or, to do or with. it affects yeah, or, their or innate it happiness their or joy, happiness very, little. Or joy right. very little. And they right. are super easy they to teach. Super easy to teach. Right. Uh, whereas right. if I take a child who's uh, already gone to school a few, few years to into, this, few you know, into this rigid you know, authoritarian, rigid education, authoritarian system, education system, they're lost. You know, lost, and we can undo it. You know, and we can undo it. They take twice but the effort. They take twice to the return them to normal. To return them to normal. Uh, and understanding. Uh, and they've been pushed beyond. Being pushed beyond. Uh, you know, and have been beaten into uh, submission. Know, beaten into uh, submission. Simply by the test. Uh, simply by the uh, test. And and uh, forcing and, down and information. Forcing down information. That they didn't understand. That they didn't understand. Do you think that? The majority of schools in the U.S. are, shall we say, guilty of not encouraging kids to really think. Um, um, unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, right? yes. Um, right? You know, um, uh, we have you know, this. Uh, we you have, have a this, false narrative. Of, oh, a false everybody narrative. Should get educated. Oh, everybody should get educated. What, what, what do you mean by what, education? What, what do you mean by right? education? Uh, what's right? the purpose of education? Uh, what's the purpose of education? Uh, you know, nobody's uh, about to get a diploma. You know, about to get a diploma. Or they say now to get a to get a good job. job. Okay. To get a good job. All right, so okay. Is that the All purpose right, so of education? Is that the purpose right? of education? Because I have a different right? philosophy. Because I have a different right? philosophy. To me, right? the purpose of education, the purpose whether of education, the parent does it, or whether the school does it, or whether the school does it, is to put a child to put into a, a state where they can pursue their dreams and achieve their, their goals. And achieve their goals. Right. Right. Um, Obviously, 
you know, oh, if you want to be a doctor, there's a lot of education to get But the purpose of education is to take somebody and give them the tools they need so they can achieve their dreams and goals. Because that's an education that achieves freedom. I can uh, say you need education to get a job. Education if you don't get an education, you will be nothing. Right? Will be nothing right? That's force oh, and threats. That's force and right? threats. Um, and again, is that militaristic um, again, is that uh, heritage uh, that has heritage crept into our education system? Into our education system. Um, um, just yeah, plenty of people, you know, have no education, who start their own businesses, who didn't get a diploma. Who didn't get a diploma. Uh, no. I'm not saying don't get a diploma uh, or don't, don't get, get an education, diploma or don't get an education. But we have to rethink but where we're we going. We have to rethink right? where we're going uh, right? because we need individuals uh, that can think. individuals that can think. So, if I wanted to influence my local school district, because in the U.S. educational systems are localized without a lot of state or federal um, oversight, what what are what are tactics I could use to say, hey, we need to rethink, why, what are we teaching kids? Are we teaching them to think? Are we teaching them to memorize for tests? Good question, right? Good and this question. is a hard one, right. and this because is a I've hard looked at that myself, I've looked right? At I, myself. Okay, how do I influence the schooling system, right? And in the beginning, you're like, wow. And in the beginning, you're you know, like, where wow. do you even get? You know, where do you, you even know? get? So I figured, no, so I figured, no. You know, at this point, I am not so much point, trying to influence so the schooling system as help individual parents, because I think this needs to be a grassroots level, because we've let it slip for so long that if you go up against yourself, against this established machine, you get nowhere. You get nowhere. Right? Always find time always to sit down time, five or ten minutes, five right? or ten minutes with a child right? and help them understand something. And help them understand right? something. Uh, right? You uh, can talk to your neighbors. Talk uh, to your neighbors. You know, uh, you can talk to parents. You, know, you can talk you know, to parents. Uh, you know, uh, 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 you know. I mean, I'm on a personal you know, mission. On a personal you know, mission. Uh, you know, of changing uh, education of around changing the world. Education right? around the world. Well, you know, right? kind of started in the places yeah, where, where, the where places education where, is so where destroyed in, in, so in inner cities, in, 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 in the urban poor, in the urban poor. And I deal directly uh, with the parents. I deal directly right? with the parents. Uh, right? Because the parents know. Uh, because right? the parents know. The parents are not right? blind. The parents are not uh, blind. They just don't know uh, what to do. They just don't know right? what to do. And because they right? themselves and have been put through that education system. Education system. Um, they don't know that don't there is a different way of teaching. Because it's been lost. Right? So, um, so, um, this is an ongoing process, an right? Ongoing but I think process, just telling people, right? okay, education just should, be people okay, education should be based right? on understanding, uh, right? Uh, and starting to stress that, and starting the more to you, stress that, the more, the more you, you get that word out, get that word out, uh, the more the viewpoint the more changes, the in viewpoint changes in society. Changes in society. And I see this in areas where I see this in areas where I'm right. Because the reading should be based on understanding. Should be based on understanding. Don't understand what you're reading. reading. Tell me what questions do you have? What don't you understand? What don't you understand? But I find out that the community within a few weeks, within a few weeks, you know, the parents 
in those areas, areas in right. those areas you know get very interested and start following and supporting and following and supporting right one of the biggest lies in the parents in poor areas are not interested in their children's education because they need to work to get food. They need to work to get food. Absolutely not true. Never found it to be the case. Never found it to be the case. I find the reverse to be the case. I find the worst case. I find parents parents actually walking their kids to schools when I set up a class, they guide them there. They and have to there. get rid of the parents. Has to get rid right? of the parents because it's a little right? different. Uh, because it's a little ethnic different uh, in some of these areas. In some of these the areas, kids aren't paying attention. The kids aren't paying to me. attention. To They'll me. get whacked. They'll get by whacked. their parents. By their parents because the parents are so concerned the about their so education. Concerned about right? their education. And right? so I gently get and rid so of the parents because whacking you doesn't make you smarter. It doesn't give you additional IQ points. Right? And you know, I try to say neutral and and gently, you know, and gently, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're working on understanding. We're working on understanding. And that takes as long as it takes for each child. But you'll get there if that's uh, what you focus get on. There, if that's so, what you but my point is, so, they are so concerned about their children's education. Parents are so concerned about their children's education. Because they see the direct results. They see okay? the direct and results. I've had parents okay. in slums offering money to tutor their kids, right? To tutor their kids. When they say money, it's like 50 cents, right? But that represents half a day work in some of them. And I turn this down, of course. But understand this that they understand will this that they will sometimes give half their day's wages half their day's wages in the hope in the hope that you will teach their kids that you will teach right? their kids so right so I mean that breaks my heart I mean that breaks my right? heart uh, but at right? the same time it like yeah, tells me at the same time it like tells me that how concerned those how parents in slums are those parents in for their children and for future. their children and yes things are rough at times but the actual love and care effort that those parents put those in parents put in unbelievable unbelievable you know malala yusufai the pakistani educator advocates for girls education i think she says 135 million girls around the world aren't in school uh, so I'm wondering what you're finding about parents' attitudes towards educating their girls. Because in a lot of countries that are poor, it's like, I want to get her married off so I don't have to feed her so I can feed my other kids, or I need her to babysit, or I need her to go fetch water for three hours, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I generally um, haven't. I generally uh, haven't. Actually, uh, run into that. Actually, run into right. that. Uh, now, I'm not saying it doesn't uh, now, occur. I'm not saying it doesn't right? occur. And, you know, girls right? do have and, a lower you know, social status. Lower uh, social status. Uh, you know, in some uh, areas. You know, in and some I kind areas. of, I kind of, by uh, by uh, using the teenager girls using the smart ones, and I make them assistant teachers. Right? So I give them status right? and so value simply by letting them be part of the education process. And it's. Part of the things I do in, in Islam is I try to get the girls, you know, you know, make them teachers, make, make them, them part-time volunteers, part volunteers uh, you know, uh, you know, so they become the educators, so they become the educators, and that raises right? their status raises immensely. Their so I put, immensely, so I give them a little extra freedom, a little like extra that. freedom like that. But some of these ethnics are some hard, to change, hard to change overnight. Hard to change overnight. 
and uh, you know, the environmental you know, circumstances, the environmental circumstances uh, right? Uh, like life is harsh like in those areas. Like life is harsh right? in those areas. So when you're right? in the West, it's so very easy to West, condemn very certain, easy to condemn uh, certain uh, behaviors or morals behaviors or, or, or morals attitudes or, or right? attitudes, right? Uh, uh, all I can say is all I can it's say really is easy, really to talk easy about morality when you're not morality when you're not hungry. Uh, right. Uh, you know, have a starving you know, baby. Have a starving baby. Be starving yourself. Be starving yourself. And then walk by and an apple. Then cart, walk by an apple. Cart, uh, where the uh, owner isn't looking. Where the owner isn't right? looking. Right. Now we can discuss morality. Now we can discuss morality. Right? <laughs> but right. as long as you have a full but stomach, as long as you have let's a full not talk stomach, about the subject. Let's not talk about the right? subject. Uh, right. Because right. it's a different, you know, because that's when you get you tested. Know, that's when you get right? tested. And, and that's, right? and, and that's, you know, uh, so it gets harsh, right? So it gets harsh. And we, right? the West, don't understand that. The West don't understand that. Well, I would steal food if I was starving and my child was was starving. I'd steal food in a minute if yeah. I could to feed them. And food. I wouldn't blame you. And I wouldn't right? blame you. Uh, right? Right? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's different. Right, it's uh, I tell you, it's uh, I tell you, one of my my female, one of my girl tutors not show up, right? You know, then I go find out, you know, then I go find out what's happening. Under, you know, in bed, under the huge infection, with a huge infection, um, um, and you know, luckily I worked at a natural health research and natural health first aid trade myself. First aid trade myself. Wow, this needs attention right now. Needs attention right now. But see, uh, they were just waiting for this infection, to disappear, for infection right? to disappear. And she right. would have gone into when sepsis the next day. Into sepsis the uh, next day. Uh, Fifty cents of the right antibiotic was all it took to turn around. Right. Fifty right. cents. Fifty cents. Mm. You know. Nobody had that 50 cents. Nobody I had that. I happen to know. I, I have a lot of doctor friends that I can call on around the world. Right. Around the world. So two hours yeah. later, so you know, I had the right medicine. Right. But that's but that's the harsh reality. That's the harsh reality. Had I waited one more day, I don't know if she would have been alive. she would have been alive. Or she would have lost her leg. Or she would have lost her leg. So follow. So 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 so. We're not used to that type of. We're not used to that type of level of survival. Level of survival. So right. Uh, then it's easy to speak about to speak concepts of about equality, concepts and of equality and this right and, and that right. right and that right. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's really hard work to, really try hard adjust, work to try and adjust, you know, improve their rights even just a little bit in some areas. areas. Because the environment because is the so demanding, is so right? demanding. You don't have the resources, right? Have the resources. Right? And yeah, right? if the mother doesn't yeah, work, if the mother if she doesn't, doesn't work, go to the field, if she doesn't go to the field, if she doesn't go to get water, six miles or if the dad water, doesn't, or if the dad doesn't, then nobody eats. Then nobody right? eats. Um, right? So, so. Um, um, but I tell you, you know, even when the girls you, getting married, you know, the, girls the families getting married, cry, the, families the dads cry, cry the dads right? Oh, they find it right? really oh, hard to, really like, they are so concerned, like so concerned, right? Uh, about the welfare uh, of their children. The this is not something that is happily done. This is done out of necessity. This is done out of necessity. Right? Uh, 
Fab facts. Be Tokyo of these weddings. Be Tokyo of these weddings. And you have to go right? consult the dad. You have to go consult right? the dad. Uh, right? Uh, uh, because he's heartbroken uh, that he, you know, he's heartbroken that he, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, that his daughter is gone. Right. So, so, it gone. Really right? Is, so, so it you know, really is, you know, there's two sides of know, the story. There's two sides of the story. You have to immerse yourself to you fully understand. You have to immerse yourself to fully understand. Yeah, the other side of the girls' education coin is that around the world, except sub-Saharan Africa, girls, young women, are the majority of college students. In the U.S., they're 60%, young men are 40%, and people are talking about a boy crisis. So I wondered what your observations are of why more women are in university, which means they'll be in pipelines, you know, professions and graduate school and having... That kind of influence. You know, well, first of all, I'm really happy about like, you know, you know, this, this statistic, like a real measure of okay, a real measure of okay, much more towards equality, much more towards equality, right? You know. You know, and as boys, you know, you know as well, boys, you know, well, um, there's a real shortage, um, there's a real of, shortage of manual, of, of manual uh, professions, of, uh, of artisans, of, of right? Because for so right? long, because for uh, so long, uh, we've pushed theoretical we've pushed degrees, theoretical right? degrees, and and this right? is becoming a real problem. I know in the US, where where now some of the professions now, that used to be manual labor are now high-paying professions. Paying like a plumber, electrician. Like a plumber, electrician. Uh, and I've done those things myself. Uh, I've as done you, those things right? myself as you. Uh, uh, and boys, I think, tend to gravitate. Boys, I think, tend to gravitate towards physical. Towards physical. Uh, things uh, a lot more. Right? Things I mean, a I, lot more. Right? I don't know, man. Whatever. I don't know, man. I much rather be doing I something wild. Be doing right? something wild. Uh, right? and my wife uh, likes to do things that are very cold. Right? Right? So, 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 so there is a outlook, difference in outlook uh, in life. Uh, I noticed in right? life, yeah, I know middle right? ground. Yeah, you know, where we're certain things that we do together, and certain things she does, and certain things that I know now don't mind. That I know now the wife along with this because she has no interest in. She has no interest in standing on the edge of that cliff and seeing how far down it is. So the girls are in university because the boys are thinking, I'd rather not get a college debt and be an electrician and make a lot of money right away. You know, it's one of the rounds. Yeah, it's one uh, of the rounds. You know, um, it's you just, know. Um, uh, just, a lot of jobs um, in the labor market, you know, labor market that are physically you know, intensive, are physically right? intensive, where, right? um, where, um, and some people really like that type really of work. Some people really like that type right? of work, um, right? Um, um, uh, you know, in my, in my uh, teenage years, I used to help on work sites. Right? It was the most wonderful right? experience of my life. Right? Right? Learning to build stuff. But it's very heavy work. But it's very heavy work. You know, that's just physically, you know, physically more demanding. You know, more demanding. So, so you have these differences, so you have just these differences, different body just type, different, different body structure, where you'll see majority in one profession. Generalize uh, simply. Generalize simply. You know. You know. You know, because guys, you know, cause like guys, carrying bricks. It's like, like carrying going bricks. to the gym, it's like right? Going and, to the gym, and, right? You know. And, and, and you know. 
some bodybuilders take break some bodybuilders carrying take jobs, break. you know what I mean? Carrying because jobs, you know what I mean? Because this supports their hobbies and, and, and gets them and, to and, where and they want to be. To where they right. want to be. You, you know, I wonder if that in any way applies to the ongoing war. Is that that there's that kind of physical comradeship, uh, adrenaline rush, challenge, shooting the target, you know, being a hunter or a warrior. It may be part of, you know, testosterone. I don't know. Do you think that applies to why we have like the war in Ukraine and? People sign up as mercenaries to go fight there. Well, you know, I think you have a well, point. You know, I think, I think as a guy or, or a man, tend to, you know, they have more testosterone. So they, they are in general more adrenaline-seeking. Not that strong for either gender. You know, it's like it's you know it's. It's, it's and there's plenty of girls that seek adrenaline as well. And like, and like, this is not my point, but but yeah, my point I tend to like get into a fight much easier. I mean, you see this with football clubs, with with sports, right? There's always like a group of guys, you know, that goes there just to have a good fight, right? At least in Europe, you know what I mean? At least in Europe, you know what I mean? Hooligans, you know, hooligans, you know, and you know, I've been in plenty of European countries where, yeah, you know. The other yeah, sports you know, clubs, okay, yes, you go there for the match, okay, but yes, you know, there's a certain match, group of guys, and it's guys, not girls, they go there right? to have a good fight they afterwards. They go there to have a good fight right? afterwards, right? So, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, you go to the pub and drink yeah, and fight? Yeah, you know, so, yeah, so, you know, so, so, whether it's right or wrong, I'm not commenting on that, but that is a phenomenon that we observe, it is a social, it is a social, ah, uh, you know, a social phenomena we can see. So I think those so, things do matter. I think those things right? do matter. They do play a role. Right? They do right? play no, a role. Judging it one way or the other. Judging it one way or the other. But it's there to be observed. But it's there to be observed. So, so why deny so, it? So why right? deny it? Right? Um, um, uh, 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 you know? Uh, you know, why don't you say a word about Charity uh, United? What, if people want to donate to it, um, also say a word about where people can get Little Ollie books and learn more about your teaching methods. Okay, yeah, I have a, I have a okay, Charity yeah, United dot US forward slash gift. I have a little illustrated graphic uh, and this is uh, one of the. And this is I also teach grammar afterwards, but I really simplified it. Really simplified it. That both children think grammar is daunting, and they get really something. So I made a little illustrated grammar book. It's a free gift to your listeners. Charity United. Forward slash gift. They can pick up a. They can pick up a free illustrated grammar book. Illustrated grammar book will help any child in the understand grammar better. Understand. Okay. Charity United dot US is my website. Website. You can see some of the ongoing projects over there. Ongoing projects over there. Donate. If not, you know, everybody is doing their own good thing in the world, right? And everybody chooses to help how they can. So you know, 
My so advice along that line is, is along that can line always make somebody's day better, somebody even with just a smile. If that's right. all you can give, all you can give, that is the perfect that gift. Is the perfect gift. Hey, are your books available online through Charity United, or how how would people get the books? Um, the books I have sent separately at ClarityLearningCenters.com, and that's where they're for sale. That's where they're and that's how I fund my work. How I fund my work in Slam is myself as well. Slam is myself as well. So it's CharityLearningCenter.com. ClarityLearningCenters. Oh, C L A R I T Y. Um, yeah. British spelling, centres, T-R-E-S, because it was made in India when I over there, and that's where they were there. So it's Clarity Learning Trust? Centres. 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 Yeah, where is it? And the centre, the British spelling of centre is centres, like the R is before the E in the British spelling of centre. Spelling of centre. Oh right, yeah, like the yeah, French. Yeah, like yeah. The, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like the so, uh, so uh, and that's where you can find all of the elephants. Find all of the elephants. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, could you? This is a little off the subject, but I'm really curious about that. Um, India got its independence in '47. China the Maoist revolution in 49. They were probably both about the same in terms of their poverty and educational or literacy levels. But now I think it's fair to say most people in China are literate. In India, a lot of people aren't. What Do, do you have to have a dictator to get people educated en masse? Actually, you have to go a little earlier Actually, in history to, to understand this, right? Because there's two entirely different for China and for India. India actually had one of the best education systems in the world. Up until... Under the Brits? Before the Brits. Before the uh, uh, under the uh, under the uh, you know uh, up until you know, 1826 uh, and then the British actually and then the did a study because they were losing control of India and they and this is a published study which you can find online but they found out that the only way that they could keep a hold of India is if they destroyed its education system that was in place the guru, which is Hindi for teacher, place a place of teaching. And the guru call system. The guru system. They had schools in every village. Schools in every village. And the entire principle of this schooling system was education based on understanding. This is why India, even at that time, had 20% of the world production. It was the richest was nation in the world. Nation in right? the world. It was actually right? the most was literate nation in the world. Right? But to keep control of this nation, to keep it as a subject of the British Empire, they realized they had to destroy its education system. Right? So the entire, so the entire original education system of India was destroyed over the course of a century. Okay. 
So, and then a British education system was instituted, but that didn't even cover one in a hundred of the children. One in a hundred of the children. You understand? So there's a real falsehood if you look a little deeper. If you look a little deeper, right? The actual, you know, the actual existing you know, education system existing was wiped out, and only a small percentage of it was put back. Was so you have a hundred years of lost education. Lost education. Okay. And okay. that's far harder that's to fight back. Far from harder to fight or back claw back from, from or claw back right? from than right? than having your regular education system regular in place and switching, switching government type. Government type. But China has done much better in feeding, housing, educating its people than India, wouldn't you say? I don't have enough on the ground statistics, right? You know, to look at that. I to tend to, that, uh, I tend to uh, when you actually go places, you always find it different than 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 any other place, and I will tell you that in India, the government, uh, the government, the culture, the culture uh, does a lot uh, to feed does a lot the hungry. To feed okay, the hungry. Uh, okay. I mean, there's so many temples. There's so many temples. Like you do not have to go hungry. You do not have to go hungry in India. I know the Sikhs feed people in the. But I didn't know that Hindu temples did a feeding program. There is so many temples. There is so many temples. Sikhs, you know, like, it's like in, it comes like in the Muslim. It comes even right? Muslim. Uh, it's like uh, Christians do it. Like just about any religion or, or social group has feeding programs, right? And it's government yeah. as well. Government as well. Um, you know. Um, but. But uh, you know, China also you know, China is a single also language is country. A single language country. Right. Well, they have a well, dialect. Well, it has dialects. Right? But in India, you're like the official language. The official language was English. Was English. But then you have right? what? Twenty-one have other languages. Twenty-one other languages. Um, and, um, and 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 so you're looking at a territory. So you're looking at a territory. If you change the entire schooling system to a different language, to a different language, right? You set you a, a set nation back. Let's say we can, you know, let's say, let's say tomorrow we said, all right, more schools in the United States have to teach, have um, to teach um, in French. In French, and the only way you can get an education, or you can go to school now, is if he learns French. Now, is if he learns if, French, if, because all the books or are in French. Because all the right? books are in French, right? Mm. You know, mm. so you know, so that's going to have a centuries-long effect. A centuries-long effect, right? Because right? everybody because now, everybody has to study now, in a different language than a different what language than speak. what they natively speak, right? And you get a weakening of the native language, and you have a weak version of the language that's being taught to right? And I think that's a far bigger factor than who's doing what. It's the complication of the system. Because if you're going to teach language, it should be a language class. It should be a language class. And that language class should only teach language. Only teach language. You don't go and learn physics in Russian to learn Russian. To learn Russian. 
right? Because that's mixing right? because two that's subjects mixing and that's too much. And, that's and too that much. is more the problem. And that is more you know? the problem. Um, you know? uh, that, that. That, you know, that. Well, I tell you, right, know, like kids from the slums, you know, have a 14 year old, you know, then he can study in his native Hindi language up until he's 14, but then in 15 and 16 class, all of a sudden his books change to English. And when I met the kid, he spoke no English. He spoke no English. But now, all of a sudden, he's having to study physics in English. He was in doing English. great in it in physics. In, it, in physics, you know, that year, you know, and that year passed flying colors. Flying colors. Now in his new year, now he's in completely his new lost year, in physics. Completely lost Not because in he doesn't understand, Not because understand he doesn't the subject of physics, but now his physics books is in English. Physics books in English. He can't understand right. English. He can't understand English. That's the problem. That's the problem, right? So, so it's a right. much so, so wider a much scope, and wider you scope. Really, and, and I didn't know this. I, I found this out this. late found into out my late program. Into my program. Right. And I was in shock. Right. And I was in right. shock. No wonder those kids are having such a rough time. The moment they hit, you know, the moment 14, they hit, 15. You know, 14, because 15. the language they study in changes. They're not set up. They're not set up. That's really challenging. Yeah. Right? Um, so the problem right? is that, that so the we perceive, that, that you know, when you go on the ground, turn out to be entirely different problems than we think they are. Um, I want to kind of wrap up here and ask you <clears throat> if we've left anything out. I'm sure there's, we could talk for a lot longer. But before, I wanted to ask you what your wife's background is is she an educator a social worker how did she she's get also an educator and a social worker you know is she trained as oh yeah those she's or, a child oh, yeah. Yeah. Trained? Uh, you know she's actually uh, run an independent uh, boarding school, school, independent uh, school uh, at one point uh, at one point so you know she is so, you know she is you know, you know, far more precise than I am. Far is she American oh, yeah, or what's American. her nationality? Oh, yeah, she's American. She went to a private school in the United States. But she's uh, traveled. But right? she's traveled. You know, she right? speaks I mean, Russian, Spanish, and a few German, a few other languages, myself. And I think um, like that world traveling like that world is what traveling gives you perspective. Is what gives you perspective. Find out. Find out the people that you read about, that, that you think or hear about in the news, that you think are strange or weird. Think are strange or weird. Find out that actually you find, find out that actually you find out that you know in that part of the world where you thought you know you had to be scared. You know, mommies and pops and bakers, and all they want is for their children to do well and friendly, outgoing, outgoing, and they'll help you. And right. they'll help you. Uh, right. Uh, so the average person so out the there in the world, no matter what culture, world, no matter or, or what, what race, or, or what race, it's a mom, it's a dad, it's an uncle, it's a dad, right? it's an uncle, it's a baker, right? it's a farmer, it's a baker. Right? It's a farmer. There isn't this big there isn't this earth big terrorist from an area. No, no, the vast majority are like wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful people, wonderful, wonderful people. souls, wonderful just, souls, just, just. But you wouldn't know this unless you travel. Right? Unless you because I've gone to right? places where I thought, okay, I'm going to be, really, where I thought, should okay, be really, really scared when I'm there because I hear how dangerous it is. Right? 
Not just moms and pops. Not just moms and pops. Just like us. Just, just like to make us. their kids survive. And trying to do their best. Trying to do their you know, best. To make things you know, good in their area. To make things good in their area. Great. Thank you. Um,